Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and the boys from the Bay as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and the boys from the Bay. You're On The Clock. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. What's going on, the clock fans? How are you guys doing on this beautiful Tuesday, February 22nd, man? Listen, I got the boys from the Bay, but I only got half of them. I got Tyrone Benson here. Reggie's out doing his business, getting that money, man. But me and Tyrone want to jump on here, man, talk about that dunk contest, talk about the NBA All-Star. Is it is it worth it? Is it not worth it? What are we going to go from here, man? We also got some things in the NFL we want to talk about with Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson and all kinds of stuff, man. So stick around. Don't go anywhere, man. We going up on a Tuesday, man. You feel me? Let's go. What's going on, Tyrone, man? How you doing, sir? Man, doing good, doing good. Uh, I want to shout out to you, man. Good good intro song on the Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I like it, man. When I was young, you hit the club on Tuesdays. Yeah, man, you remember those days? Yep. What when did we hit? What did we used to hit up County Line? You remember County Line? A Thursday. Was it Thursday? Oh, it was Thursday. Yeah, it yeah, was Thursday. Thursday night, hip hop night. That's right. I remember being pissed off that I couldn't have a. I used to get paid on Friday. I'm like, damn. Just had enough but to get in the was. club, wait till midnight, and then yeah, the check yeah. fell in their direct deposit. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I had enough to go to Denny's. It was, it was only five dollars to get in, so. Yeah, yeah, I can scrounge on five dollars from yeah. the couch. I can get that out of mom's couch. Yeah, right? I, used use, I used my lunch money to get in there. <laughs> Had them big ass X's on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Be looking at the older ladies. They looking at you like, what is he doing? Yeah, I got big ass X's on my hands. And yeah. Go to school Friday. I'm still all jacked up from the club. And do you do you still go, you go out on like on a weekday now? I don't go out at all. I don't do shit, like, bro. The last time I went out was when you came over this way. That was it, huh? That was it. I don't know. This is, I'm, I like being at the house now. That's too much stupid stuff. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I, when I come back over there, let's just let's just play spades or some shit. I don't want to go. I'm not going out to them clubs. After I saw what I had to see downtown Melbourne, I'm not going back out there. Yeah, that's why I, if I go out, I do like what Reggie do. Like I go to Orlando. I go down south. Yeah. Go to Daytona or something. Yeah. Uh, around here, it's just the same thing. I see the same people every day at Walmart. So, yeah, and over here in Tampa, man, if you ain't got a vest on, it, <laughs> it's not worth going out sometimes, man. Yeah, it's too many, too much dumb stuff going on out in the world. I so. agree, man. So, I ain't been up on a Tuesday other than to go to work and come home. Other than that, I ain't doing nothing on a Tuesday. But uh, either that, man, listen, I wanted to jump on you, man. I know Reggie's out doing his thing, man. He, he's getting that bag and he, he has to work. And uh, God bless him, man. But I, I wanted to jump on it because I didn't want to wait too long into the week to talk about it, man. I was completely disappointed over the weekend from this All-Star weekend. And it it seems like every single year, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. I don't even know if I can narrow down what year it started. If I had to, I'd probably pick anything between 
I don't know, maybe 2016 on. Well, when did Levine and Gordon play? When did they uh, have their dunk contest? Uh, shoot, I don't even know. Like, right. It was, around that same time. Well, well, after that, that's when it just started being downhill. Because that, that dunk contest it, it, was pretty good. To me, it went downhill when they started letting LeBron and the KD and them pick their teams and shit. But they had, you know, I don't mind the pickup version of it. You know, like, you know, like, like we used to do when we played basketball or whatever. You pick teams. I don't mind that aspect of it. I don't. I really don't mind that. What I mind is the fact that I like, I mean, how much, how much is a ticket to go to an NBA All-Star weekend? Like, it's got to be in the thousands, right? Say it one more time. How much money do you think it costs to go to an All-Star weekend? The weekend, I don't even know. I remember when it was here in Orlando, I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I forgot how much. It, I forgot how much it was, but it ain't like a Super Bowl. I, I'm pretty sure you can go for like a Saturday, so like, like the competition. It probably wouldn't. It'd probably be at least a grand. A, at least a grand. You think it was just it just a grand? It got to be a little bit more. You don't think so? Man, if I, I'm sitting in the nosebleeds. I don't need no courtside. So, well, but yeah, but I mean, okay, but that's just the game. But let's say you want to go to all the, the activities over the weekend. So the Friday night celebrity game, the Saturday dunk contest, three point contest, and then the Sunday. Well, game. I know the celebrity. I know the celebrity game ain't. It's not that much. It was only like fifty, sixty bucks to get into the, when the one in Orlando. Mm. Uh, um, the dunk contest and three point, the skills competition, and then like the sophomores versus rookies or whatever. I know that night is pretty expensive. I know the All Star game itself is expensive. So that, that okay. So you, basically, you're going to spend between five to maybe maybe twelve hundred bucks, right? Maybe maybe on a weekend because you got to also factor in hotels, flights, car if you rent, you know, whatever the case is. Eating all weekend, you got to factor in all that money. Hey, so, so you're going to spend at least five, five, between five to ten grand. Okay. Now, if you play in the NBA or if you're a movie star or you are an NFL star or whatever athlete, if you make that kind of money, that must be like chump change. That must be like us going to go see a Bucks game for 100 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I can do 100 yeah. bucks. Okay. That must be that price. But for a person like myself or you that want to go enjoy this stuff, it's not even worth – if I had the money, it's not even worth the money to go to. Okay. Hey, that's not a Super Bowl. Like, I, that's on my bucket list. I want to go to a Super Bowl one time, but. Shit, how? I, I, yeah, exactly. Like, come on. The, the cheapest tickets on game day, two hours before the game started, was 10 grand. Yeah, Richard Sherman posted on, on, on uh, his Instagram and Twitter, and he, so, he po- showed a picture of how much tickets cost in the stadium. And he said, how yeah. can the average fan enjoy something like this when it costs this outrageous amount? And he's right. We can, I don't think I can ever go to a Super Bowl ever with the ticket prices you know what i'm saying there's no way there's no way because even back in the day when i know this sounds really old you know when the green bay packers and the first super bowl if you look at the ticket prices and i know the economy is different all that stuff is different geez it's a lot of money to go to a super bowl like back then it wasn't much but oh yeah back then because my grandpa went to my dad's dad one i think I think he went to a Super Bowl. Somehow my family went to a Super Bowl, but the tickets were like 20, 25 bucks. You see what I'm saying? Long time ago. Right. Nowadays, and you know, good seats, 10 grand, 20 grand, 40 grand. Like nobody, I don't have that kind of money to go yeah, to not, a game. You know what I mean? I'm not taking Echo Day out of my house to go to a Super Bowl game. Exactly. So if I got to go to a game and I got to do all this and I'm in the NBA All-Star game, if I have to pay five grand, let's say, for not even courtside, I'm just in the building. Bro, the bullshit I saw on Saturday, I want my freaking money back. And I know I'm not going to get it back, but I want that shit back. That yeah. bookie ass, I mean, 
that had to be the worst dunk contest I've ever seen. And I'm not saying like NBA dunk contest. I'm talking about ever. I'm talking about between me, you, and Reggie Duncan, we were better off than they were. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we had better dunk contests at West Oaks, baby. Oh my God! There's dudes we know right now that can that can dunk way better than what these guys were. And I, I, again, I I know the four guys they play in the NBA. I've seen them get their minutes, but even in the game, they're not dunking like that. No, like, I mean. I don't know, like this. I, I I want to turn it off, but the old lady she was watching it because she knows Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. and so she wanted to watch him. And when I, when I seen Cole Anthony uh, come out here and put the Timberlands on, I'm like, bro, this what? this is exactly why my Magic suck ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's younger than Timberlands? Well, then, I mean, then, and then, I get then, what then, he was then, trying then, to say, like he got ups and shit, but bro, he come on, man, I don't even he, care. But he missed the first five. They all did, bro. They yeah, all like, missed dunks, man. They missed like the first twenty. I'm like, God, at least yeah. like old boy from um, from what the Golden State. Yeah, was, yeah, that joker, man. Oh, he missed. He tried dunk from the corner. He missed. Man, it's like a, it took twenty minutes to make one dunk. And, and that's what I'm saying. It, it took too long. It didn't even have flair. It didn't have. They had to settle for dunks because they they took too long. They missed too many. What I want. What I what I don't understand is why. It, Okay, so you see that dunk contest, right? Did you watch the celebrity game? I mean, that's the nah, celebrity. I'm sorry, that's the the actual All Star game. Yeah, I watched uh, the last the second quarter on. Okay, so you would have seen dunks from from Giannis, LeBron, um, what's his name, ja, uh, at John Memphis, Morant. John Morant over at Memphis. Like you would have seen these dunks and these alley oops, reverse dunks, three sixties. I mean, it was amazing to watch. And these guys didn't need prep time. These guys, this is on the fly. He goes, here's an alley. They're catching and throwing, dunking. I can just imagine if there's nobody on the court and they want to do a dunk contest. What I don't understand is why these superstars do not participate in the dunk contest. Well, you no, know what? Like I do the, know the why. Late, but, the, like the 80s, early 90s, that's all it was, the celebrities. Dunking. And that's where I'm going to, this is where I'm leading to. This is why I cannot ever say that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan or even Kobe Bryant for that matter. Because of things that these guys used to do. Hence, do you remember when Kobe went to the Rutgers? Yes. Okay, we didn't have YouTube. Nobody saw, you know, nobody saw it live on television or anything. We had to wait for the, the VHS to come out because they recorded Kobe at the Rutgers. You know what I'm saying? So that was amazing that he would just, he, I'm sure it was planned or whatever. He came out, but he played basketball in the Rutgers and dominated by, you know what I'm saying? I mean, amazing shots, amazing. Killed it, right? LeBron can't even enter the NBA dunk contest. And I know people can tell me that's petty, but it's not petty, bro. Like, why in your 20-year span did you not enter the dunk contest? At least once. At least one time, I mean, bro. Even Kobe went twice. That's what I'm saying. Michael did it. Dominique did it. All the great NBA players that are in the Hall of Fame have done the dunk contest. The ones that, and again, not all the NBA's all Hall of Fame, but like, Guys that were mentionable names, like Sean Kemp did the dunk contest. Vince Carter did the dunk contest. Like, come on, man. Like, these are guys that were superstars. They did the dunk contest. And if you look at the numbers of people that participated in the dunk contest, we just watched four dudes. Right. It used to be like 8 to 10 or 12, like whatever it was. We have four guys that can't dunk. The NBA knew that they're putting four of their worst out there. There's no way that these guys didn't get to audition or train. Like, how the hell do we sit there and watch this shit? And how do we get past this? Because what do you do now? How do you how do you get an NBA star superstar to participate in it? 
I mean, you shouldn't even have to pay him. It should just be, hey, you know, yeah, you gonna put a, put a show out. Should show be a mamba mentality, and it should be just just go out there and compete. Yep, go out there and have fun. Yeah. That's what All Star Weekend is. I mean, hell, if I had that ability, and I knew I was a dunker. Hell, I'm gonna I'm go every year I game. Right, and then one of the, somebody showed me at work. I was at work, and we were talking about it. He was like, well, look, he says he's banged up by the time he gets to All-Star Weekend. So let me get this straight. He's banged up by the time he gets to All-Star Weekend, but I just saw this dude play an All-Star game after the dunk contest, and he's throwing it off the glass and dunking on people. But he can't participate in a dunk contest. Nope, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, that's, what, on, guys. that's what I'm saying. I know they get paid for the All-Star game. I know they get 100 grand, 200 grand, whatever it is, especially if you win. But I think it all went to charity this year too. Okay, but then then what's the? I don't understand what's holding him back. What we, we LeBron has has deprived us of an opportunity to see even some other aspect of his greatness. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We, I mean, do you remember what he did in Miami? Yeah. Remember throwing it off the the wall of the gym, catching it underneath his legs. I mean, windmill. Like, come on, bro. Like. You mean to tell me you can't do a dunk contest? Yep. I, I don't know. It, if, I, if I had that ability, I'm doing at least one. At, at the, this, you got especially you. one. Especially now that he's at the towards the end of his career, it's like, okay, we're not going to do it. But Jesus, man. I mean, you had cats like, what, Spud Webb, uh, Baby Jordan, Harold Miner. Yep. You know, all these cats could are you, your name. Could cats, you imagine seeing a dunk contest with Kobe and LeBron and all those guys at their time? Come on, bro. Could you I mean, imagine I, I, seeing I was that? Watching, I was watching something on ESPN. They had like the 1982 dunk contest. And them dunks were n- nothing special. Mm-mm. But I get just a mere fact that, because I guess what? You, could, you couldn't dunk in the NBA for the longest. Yeah. And so it was like, I guess everybody was like, ooh and ah, because they're out there dunking. But yeah. man, I mean, the way it's evolved over the years and different dunks and the people's elevation skills and. I mean, hell, I mean, you can put Jordan in the dunk contest now and all his dunks he did, he probably wouldn't win them. Yeah. Just because, he, just for the mere fact of the athletes and just the, the time has changed. But I don't know. I, I, that, I want to turn it off after I've seen that crap. And then, it was just, like you said, it took, it took almost an hour and a half. It did, man. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith yesterday was, was on first take, and he was explaining it to Perkins. And he was trying to tell him that he has a great idea. And his idea was to have a national tournament with guys that dunk, right? And then when, as the All-Star game is approaching, you dwindle down the numbers of that national tournament of dunk contest guys. And then you bring them to the NBA All-Star game and you allow the athletes to get behind and not sponsor with money or monetize them, but get behind and support them. Like, yo, this is my guy. He's on my team, team, right. you know, whatever. He wants to do something like that now. That'd be cool because I remember that show that Shaq used to do while the amateur yes. dunkers and stuff. Right. And so, I, and some I, of them cats are pretty doggone hot. Some of the dunks but are bro, pretty good. I get that aspect of it. I get that aspect. But if you're going to do that, then I'd rather see – this. I don't want to see the average Joe guy do it, but I would love to see a team-up do it. So, like, if it's if it's a average Joe and, and, let's say, Levine with some other guy from Chicago, I would love to see that where Heath alley-ups Levine, Levine alley-ups him. Like, they have some teamwork going on. You know what I mean? I can yeah, like I, that. I, I like. I like the, what, what Stephen A. You know what I mean, you like. like he said, you have like a two month thing where you just whittle it down. You go like it's like almost like the N one tournament. Right, right, right. Like right. You just go to different cities to pick the best players, 
and then you just have you just have a dunk off, have dunk contests, and but but and, and, I, and I get that, bro. But where when did we get to a point where we're gonna we're gonna let the superstars go on this one, and they're just not gonna have to participate? Because it's an NBA tradition, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck, we got to a generation of people that don't want to do the dunk contest. I mean, that shit like, sucks. It, it's just like what the three point competition. Got a big man won the three point competition, right? Well, I, and I, I I agree that Steph Curry shouldn't participate in it because after watching him in the in the All Star game, going off on sixteen three pointers and average, you know got fifty points for the game, like Jesus, I, I see why we shouldn't put him in the three point contest. I get that, but bro, but it should be it should be your best three point shooter yeah, I, I, in so, the so, league. So, yeah, so, so if it's Steph Curry, put Curry, Clay Thompson. All them cats that be jacking up threes, put them all together. So let's see what happens. Right, Harden, all the they should all participate in this. I do because because Larry Bird did it, John Paxson did it, bro. That's um, what I'm Dan Marley, all, all, all those guys all, did it. All them cats did it. Steve Kerr Amazing. did it. Like, come on, this is where I don't understand. Like, why we've got to a point to do? Should we even have a fucking All Star game? Not even All Star game. I'm sorry, All Star game. But should we even do All Star weekend? Because you're not. If your superstars aren't going to participate in anything, then what's the point of having that Saturday? Just just do the the, the Sunday game and that's it. Like the the whack ass Pro Bowl that we got to watch. Just do that right. one game and that's it, man. Because they can't get. I I don't know. This this year has been let down with NFL, and then I was hoping for NBA, and then I got let down with the NBA. Steph Curry is the only thing that saved the rest of the weekend. Watching him throw yep. up threes from half half court was the only thing that saved the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I was going to turn the All-Star game off, but it was like, yeah, like you said, Steph Curry started draining threes from every damn where, every kind of angle. Yeah. I was like, all right. Even the way he shot behind the damn backboard, I'm like, golly. I know. and it, But again, he made it fascinating. You're like, okay, I want to see how many he can jack up. He's at seven right now. Let's see how much he can go. So to watch him shoot was great. But see, my thing is, too, I don't even watch NBA like that anymore because back – you know, back in our day, it was all about getting to the hole. You no, know, dunking. Yes. Now everybody's shoot jacking up threes everywhere. Even the big men jacking up threes. But there's there's no big man play. There's no. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. So I, that that's the NBA I like. This whole finesse NBA and want to shoot threes and. Yep. I forgot what game we watched, but me and my son watching the basketball game. The first fifteen shots of the game were threes. Yes, yes. Like nobody's trying to get to the hole. Nobody. Like, come on, man. And that's what I'm saying. What? What good? I don't know, man. It to me just doesn't seem like like we should continue on with this bullshit. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we have to continue watching mediocre and and they guys. These guys don't even really want to do it. So how do you make it fun for the All Star? Do you guys? Do you give them money? Do you give them more money? Because to see Levine do what he did in the, in the game. Uh, Jay Morat to see he, um, what's his name, um, Giannis and all these other guys. You guys can't participate in one dunk contest and give us what we want. Like not one, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gotta be. It, it used to be star study. It used to be. You couldn't be no no name and try to join the dunk contest, bro. That shit was atrocious, bro. Did you see how many attempts they made? Like it was atrocious. It yeah, was four, hard to watch, man. It was so four, fucking boring. Four players doing dunk kind. You got to make two dunks. You got to make three dunks total. It shouldn't take an hour and a half. Um, bro, with four guys, it should have been over in 45 minutes. Right. I mean, if that. These dudes took their sweet fucking time. And it was just like, okay, we're going to miss another dunk. And another dunk. And another dunk. 
It's crazy. Because, I mean, I mean, I remember back then, it used to be a time limit. Yeah, yeah, you used to have the car, but they took that away. Yeah, you used to have, like, what, two minutes or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you, get, you gotta get, get the dunk. Yeah. Get two dunks in or whatever. Yeah, man. They, I don't I even mean, think these guys practiced. I mean, they say they did, but they didn't even look like they practiced that shit. Right. And they, everybody using props, doing the same shit. Yes. So go out there and just do your thing. Well, that's. I don't think, to me, none of those guys could even get up by the rim. It didn't even look like they, they could get up. I mean, they got up there and dunked. But it didn't even look like they could get to the rim. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, like, Obi Toppin, I mean, even uh, Kenny Smith said the same thing. I was thinking, like, damn, like, he gets up there, but his, his dunks are weak. Super he ain't got weak. no power. He ain't got no power behind him. Right. That lets me know they didn't practice. You know what I mean? The other right. thing I want to talk to you about basketball was uh, Juwan uh, Howard, man, from Michigan, um, basketball, losing the game to Wisconsin and then slapping the assistant coach. Now, I, I completely understand why they're calling for him to be suspended, in which he was suspended five games for the remainder of the season. So he is suspended. I get that. Um, he gets come, but he gets come back to the fucking tournament. Yeah, he'll come back for the tournament. But what I want to know is, and nobody answered it, and I'm no way justifying what uh, Coach Howard did. I'm not justifying that him slapping an assistant. But I do want to know what that damn assistant said. I want to know what he, he said he, to fire off on that man. He was trying to explain... Why he called that timeout with like 15 seconds. No, 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 left. that's the head coach. The person he slapped was an assistant coach. Right, and he was trying to explain what was going on because the first thing Howard said was, again, apparently that's, that's bullshit, and he was trying to explain, but he grabbed him when he, when he was trying to walk away. I think that's what escalated it. And, I mean, I understand why they called timeout. Yeah, you, you got your scrubs in. And Howard's still playing press, uh, playing a press defense, and yeah. it's like, dude, I want to get up. We got five, ten seconds to get over the line. We were at two seconds left. I'm not gonna let my it's a teacher moment. You know, we gotta get out of this press. Yeah. I'm gonna call timeout. I mean, yeah, it's a teacher moment. I mean, they like they went down there and scored. Well, that's but, what I'm saying. But I mean, again, the assistant after the head coach was trying to explain to him, and he kept holding up uh, uh, Jawan Howard and, and trying to explain to him. He kind of brushed him off, but the assistant coach came running up and he was saying something, and it wasn't an explanation, bro. You know you can tell by body language. Like, this dude is not trying to explain to me what's going on. He looks like he, he's trying to, trying to insult me is what he was trying to do. That's what it looked like to me, that he's trying right. to insult this man. So, and then he gets the, you know, the Fab Five slap. <laughs> he gets the, five, the Fab Five slap that he got. But I want to know what the assistant said to spark off somebody who's, bro, he, I don't know if you know, like, I, I'm, he's, like, highly revered. Like, he's... Highly respected in the NBA, he's highly respected right. around the but league. Like you know what I mean. But he's also a hothead. He got he got suspended last year. I remember so almost almost fighting a player last year. I, I remember that. I remember, and, and I get that. And you're right. It, the, it does not excuse his actions. Like I'm not saying that. Oh, it depends on what the guy said. I'm not saying that because you you got to control yourself and conduct yourself uh, accordingly. I do want to know what the assistant said. And all day yesterday, the only thing I kept hearing was take away the handshake. At the end of the game, take away the handshake. Don't shake hands at the end of the game, and you won't have these problems. Because Michigan and Wisconsin is not the only team that started doing this stuff this season. There was other teams and other coaches that were lashing out and doing stuff at the handshake. What do you think? Do we take away the handshake? Because I think that's a harder message to send if if kids that watch games are not watching people shake hands at the end of the game. I mean, it's part of the whole cancel culture shit. So it's like, come on, man, you can't. They're trying to take everything away from. You can't do anything anymore. 
Right. Yeah, they got they got a little confrontation. Okay, it's okay, heated moment. Two rivals, basketball, and even on football field. I mean, it's it's, it's going to happen. Just like when Florida State plays Florida or Miami plays Florida State. Yeah, it's, it's always it's always going to be something in the middle on the fifty yard line in a rival game. Always. Okay, so you you've been in rival games where you you sparked off, bro? Because you you're a very reserved kind of guy. Like nothing really rattles you too much. Well, we did. I mean, at Palm Bay, when we my first year there, we. Yeah, I remember that. Happening is Mel High. Yep, so, I remember that. I remember that. I remember like, it was just, yeah, like, yeah. we just, well, we, damn, they got but, no But again, that, like. that's when you were a kid as a grown man, and Jawan Howard is a grown man, well-respected. The assistant had to say something to get that, that get to get the Fab Five slapped to the face. Like, he had to say something crazy to that man. But what does what kind of message will the NCAA and other other kind of sports say if they don't have the handshake at the end of the game? Because if you're not shaking hands at the end of the game, what kind of sportsmanship we're going to teach the youth? This is why we're having mayhem at the youth level. This is why right. people are going nuts. We can't even have grown adults do what grown adults are supposed to do. Right, and that's that's pretty part of the problem because just like you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's sports in general, youth and everything. Mean, just getting. I can't even watch half the stuff because it's, it's so much. It's so different than what we're used to. Right, right. Yeah, I wasn't so raised many like different this. Different rule changes and oh, you can't do this no more. Uh, oh, I'm like come on, the guys, like what the hell? Like even as a coach, you know this. Like certain things you can't do anymore. It's like like we used to be able to crack back kids. We can't crack back no more. Right. We can't do nothing. Well, right. way you can crack back with his hands around. Okay, now I'm getting called for holding, right? Because or a clip because he's gonna turn his back. I mean, it's just, it's just so many rule changes in every every sport that it's it's it kind of like it's getting soft. Like these kids are just soft. Even though even NBA, well, college, the, the kids are soft because the parents are soft, and that's what pisses me off too. It's like me and you wasn't raised that way. No, so I'm not I'm not gonna raise my kids. Any different than I was raised, right? I agree with and, that. And these parents, and some of these, and I'm speaking from over here, and some of the people we went to school with, they're they're those parents that put the kid gloves on their kids and raise them all soft and stuff. Yeah, they get mad because oh, Coach Raul is yelling at my kid. Yeah, this is football. I'm trying that's to talk what, to him. That's how we talk in football, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's it's just it's weird, man. It's like I agree, man. The the, the youth, the, the parents, they don't have tough skin uh, to do this stuff. Now, the people that usually put their kids in youth football are people that never play football, and that's why you get those complaints because they don't understand the dynamics of what's going on. They don't understand that a coach is supposed to yell and scream, and again, not degrade. Nobody said you degrade a child or anything, but you can yell and scream. You know, you can tell them, come on, let's move, let's go, let's go. That's not how I like it. You can say things without degrading a child. I right. get that. But, right. yeah, bro. You're, like, it's not, you're not attacking a kid. Right. You, you, you're trying to go on. It's like the military. Yes. I'm trying, I'm trying to break them down to build them back up. Right, bro. But, again, you hit it on the head. People aren't built like that no more, man. So, if we take away the handshakes at, at college games, then you're gonna take away the stuff at NFL games, and you right, know what I'm saying? Like, what saying. what's the whole point? It's going to trickle down, right? And people uh, on Stephen A. Molly tried to say um, on first take that it was about a COVID thing, and maybe we shouldn't be shaking hands. Listen, I don't care if it's COVID or not COVID. Jawan Howard, no, despite that he didn't like the timeout or not, should just walk on and walk past that coach. Yeah, just that's walk it. Away. Y'all got beat that's by it. 15s. Y'all wasn't right. even in the game. Wasn't even in the game. So that timeout doesn't even matter. So you you go do your thing. 
Um, but again, you know, when he when he took over last year or the year before, whatever it was, he went twenty one and two. You know what I'm saying? This year he's like fifteen and, and twenty or some shit. Like yeah, he's having a, a bad team. Yeah, he, and he he's having a bad season. So I'm sure on top of that, that the guy called a timeout and I mean, he stressed about like he, yeah he was emotional. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. yes, the the head coach did stop Juwan Howard from Michigan on his way. The Wisconsin head coach stopped to try to explain. Juwan should have been good enough to explain, but his emotions got the best of him. What I don't like about yesterday also is the fact that Stephen A. Smith had a plan of how you should handle these coaches, and that's fire them. If they do something wrong, fire them. I don't like that message either. But see, I think that if all this crap wasn't going on in the world with the black-white stuff, Juwan Howard probably been fired in, in real life. Yeah, because he put hands because, on another person. Yeah, because right? Michigan didn't want to touch it with a six-foot pole. That's why they didn't suspend him immediately. They said, we'll wait for the NCAA to make the ruling. Yep. I mean, if, if it wasn't all that stuff going in the world, he'd probably have been five for real. And that's a damn shame. And that's a damn shame because he is a good he is a good coach, good player. Right. Well-respected. When he was in Miami, man, I, I can't tell you. Like, I went to Miami Heat games, and you you sit next to journalists, and you get to talk to some people, even the fans. Like, they know Jawan Howard and how he is. You know what I mean? Like, they respected that dude. And I don't think anybody was more, I think, you know, I think it's cool to see one of the Fab Five be a head coach at Michigan where they played at. I think that's pretty cool to see that. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Um, so it's unfortunate what happened happened, and, and I don't know where it goes from there. And, and I know he got suspended, but I don't want them to take away handshakes. I don't think – I think that hurts the games. I don't think that, that helps that's anything. sportsmanship. Yeah, because we got to teach the kids. If the adults can't fucking do it, I, how am I supposed to hold this kid to a standard? Right. You know what I mean? If dad doesn't agree with it and he's doing it, like, how am, I supposed to, how am I supposed to teach him discipline and structure? I can't teach him when all the mayhem's going on in the TV. So I, I get it, man. Uh, the other thing I was going to holler at you, man, real quick about was uh, free agency a little bit um, before we get off. Uh, um, I know you didn't get a chance to see I Am Athlete as well with Brian Flores. Um, nope, I'm the pivot. I'm a pivot guy. You're a pivot guy now, right? Because they left. Yeah. And I agree. I love Channing. I love Channing Crowder and, and Fred Taylor. I think that that pivot show and Ryan Clark, I really love them, man. I, and we're fans of the show. And shout out to them for, for always being able to to shout out our stuff and it mention kinda, us in the story. It kind of reminds of they, it kind of remind of us. Like you like the oh, Ryan man, Clark. I'm telling I'm the Channing, and then. No, Reggie's Reggie's Freddie. So. I, I I completely agree with you, man. I was like, yo, it's like look at the mirror. Yeah, because y'all like the one with the stats and stuff. I'm I just know dumb shit. So <laughs> <laughs> And Channing Crowder got some good stories too, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. But it was interesting to watch I Am Athlete with Brian Flores, and I won't spend long watching it or talking about it, I'm sorry, talking about it because you know, it, it was interesting for me. I'm a Miami Dolphin fan, and, and another guest, or another, yeah, another guest just say was on the show was it was Brandon Marshall, it was Ocho Cinco, but they had Omar Kelly. Omar Kelly is a longtime South Florida writer uh, who's been writing about sports in South Florida for about I think about 14 years now, 15 years. I know of the name because you know me and my family were from Miami, and and you know we love the Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, Miami Heat, so we've read some of his articles. They call him the part-time superhero as well. Great articles, great writer, phenomenal in his in theories and, and the things that he comes up with and, and his his analysts. I, I love it. I love listening to him. He was there as well. So it was pretty cool to see him, you know, kind of not push back, but kind of ask Brian Flores the questions that fans would ask. You know what I mean? Like our, our normal, normal guys like me and you would ask. Right. And, and one of the things he asked is, 
why did you reverse the tank? Because in 2019, before Flores got there, everybody knew Miami was tanking. We all knew Miami Dolphins were going to tank the season to go get Joe Burrow. That's what we were doing. We were tanking the season to go get a quarterback that was going to you know, ultimately change the trajectory of the franchise. Like It was going to change where we go. You know what I'm saying? And they, brought, they, won, they wanted two of them day one, though. Well, yes, the owner did. And that was the interesting part from Brian Flores. When you watch I'm Athlete, the owner and them, they wanted Tua. But everybody in South Beach and South Florida, because that's what Brian Flores had to let them know, and Omar Kelly, that, yeah, nope. They, yeah, they, they, they wanted a quarterback, but it wasn't, it wasn't Tua at first. It wasn't uh, Joe Burrow. So, and he asked him, well, why couldn't you tank the games? He said, I'm just not that kind of guy. I can't yeah. just lose games on purpose. And I agree with him. You and me, you and me play, we, we love football. Could you be as a head coach in the NFL and purposely lose a football game? I can't do it now, and I coach eight-year-olds. Bro, you know what's funny you say that? You know what's funny you say that? Coaching over here in Tampa, man, I can't tell you how horrible the sports betting is over here, but uh, with youth betting, these guys, you know, these these local fake celebrities that, that get on Facebook and think they're fucking somebody, they went ahead and, and they'll come to the game and bet you or ask you to, hey, don't win the game. Can you do this? I'm thinking, you want me to throw a youth football game? Right. To make some money? Like, you got to be shitting me. Like, come on, man. Yeah, man, we'll make it all back in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, wait, what? Throw the regular season so we can make money in the Super Bowl? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, it's not that serious. No. This shit ain't that serious. But now that's on the lower, lower, lower scale. On a big scale as the NFL, bro, I don't know if I can lose games at that scale on purpose. I mean, hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's pretty. You know, that's what Omar Kelly was pretty much saying too. But I mean, it, I mean if I lose ten games, I'm a millionaire, baby. Yeah, you're so, right about that. You're right about that. Because the game that decided they get Joe Burrow, it's just so funny, bro. The game that decided they get Joe Burrow was they went to overtime with the Cincinnati Bengals, and they went for it and they got the they got the win. And it's just so funny that when the Dolphins got the win. Cincinnati got the number one pick, got Joe Burrow. Two years later, they're in the Super Bowl. It, I mean, it changed the course of, of a whole franchise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, and think about something. If, if you play the, the what-if game, if Joe Burrow was to come to Miami, then you know Jamar Chase comes to Miami. Like, you know he uh, comes down there. I don't know because... Why not? Because Cincinnati had the number two pick that following year. Because Joe Burrow went down. They had the number two pick. That's after right. That. I forgot about that. He got injured. Yeah, yeah he went down like we mm, Interesting. Well, but we have Waddle. I don't know, man. I, I would love to see Joe Burrow in the Dolphin jersey, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. We couldn't have done it. But I get Brian Flores well, that see, you can't throw see, the games. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. But um, uh, what's the name? Um, yeah, you got Waddle. And you got um, old boy that's been there for 47. Pump Parker, the bitch been there for like 28 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been there for a minute, yeah. But that's all they got, really. Yeah, but what does what does Cincinnati have? It's pretty the, the same they, thing. The, the tight end, they got T. Higgins. Miami's tight end is phenomenal, by the way. That's, that's true, yeah. I Miami's like tight that. end is phenomenal now. And with Waddle, Gaskin, I think it's the same equivalent. If you look at it, if you compare Cincinnati with that kind of roster and Miami, it's the same caliber players almost, man. Except for Parker. I'm, I'm trading Parker, man. Okay, then except for Parker. Defensively, I think we were a little bit a little bit lower than Cincinnati. I don't think by much, but we were a little bit lower than Cincinnati. 
And that's only because oh, yeah. Brian Flores I, I like, likes the blitz. I like, like y'all front seven. Yeah, y'all front seven is good. Yeah, man. He he does this uh, blitz zero thing that he likes. And um, it really puts pressure on people. And I, and I get it. Sometimes it bites you in the ass. But um, and that's well, gambling. I mean, for, for, for Dolphins, it's quarterback play. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Y'all lost, to my, y'all lost to my Jags. But that was the last time y'all lost until the last game of the season. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. And again, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Stephen Ross, because as the as the onion peels back, and you got to see I'm athlete, and you got to see Brian Flores side of it, you start to wonder like, well, shit. If they couldn't get to the head coach, which player did they get to to throw the games for them? You know what I'm saying? Which comes back to mind. Like, I wonder if if you know he was told to start Tua when Fitzpatrick was there, and then when Tua was shitting the bed, he was like. Screw the ownership. I'm just going to put Fitzpatrick. They never talked about right. a lame athlete. They never mentioned it. But I was like, looking into what he was talking about, this is why we put Fitzpatrick in. He was like, I don't, I don't want to deal with Tua. You know what I'm saying? Now, he loves Tua. He thinks Tua's going to do fine in, in the NFL. And it's great. He just didn't feel like that was the fit for the team. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, to me, it's true. Right. So, what aspect of the game do you think he needs to work on? Just. Uh, reading coverage, being more accurate with the ball, because he, he struggled with that Alabama. So, so like everything. <laughs> yeah, basically. Everything that deals with the quarterback, he has to work on. I mean, it's... God, dog it. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, but um, even Alabama, I mean, hell, you throw in the four number one first-round draft picks. Yeah, it makes it look hell's good. Gonna, hell's going to be easy, yeah. I mean, he, had the, he had the Ken Dorsey team. Right. Remember Ken Dorsey and Santana Moss, Andre... Uh, uh, what you call yeah, ethnic Sands, Beard. Right. Yeah, right. he had all them cats. I mean, yeah. it's easy when you got cats that's running by people all day long. Yep. You got two receivers that run four twos or better. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are just possession receivers. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, it's easy. It's like, it is, man. And I, I didn't want to spend too long on it. I'm, I'm glad Brian Flores got a job with, with Pittsburgh Steelers. He, uh, being a linebacker's coach, I think that's phenomenal. I, I think it's, it's also. It's also nice. Of, of, I think it's great of, of Mike Tomlin uh, recognizing, hey, you know, I'm gonna take this guy. I, yeah. I, I respect. I respect the Rooney family for even for going the bubble to do that. Oh, I agree too. Now, I don't like the goddamn Rooney rule, but you know, I agree that they, you know, God bless them for for taking Brian Flores. But and, I mean, the Rooney rule was for for Tomlinson. Yeah, I mean, he, he's the one that fought for signing that signing him. Well, I mean, the, the he, thing he, with Tomlinson is when he wasn't even the, he was not the top candidate. No, he was in the interview, but he wowed them enough to okay, he became the guy. Right, and then later on, you know, they wanted he one of the suggestions he made, yeah, was the Rooney Rule of us of trying to hire more uh, African American coaches and and all. This. I get that. I still don't like the fucking rule. It's a racist rule, bro. It is the rule's I mean, fucked up that I have to, you know, because you know the coaches, you know, like. You you've been a coach, bro. You know which player you want before the player even walks onto the you know field. Then when another player walks in, you're like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna have tryouts, but you already know who's gonna start at running back. Right. It's the same shit with the NFL and who's coach. I know who's gonna be the coach, but I'm gonna entertain these other guys because I gotta check boxes. I think that's wrong. I think that's you know that that candidate who who might be a minority has to sit there and wonder: Is it because of my skill level that you're hiring me, or is it because of the fact that you just kind of cover your back and check boxes? And that's why I'm more to- Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, hell, he checked all the boxes, got hired, been there 15 years, zero losing yeah, but they're t- Yeah, but what I mean by check boxes, I mean the owners are just checking the box saying, yeah, we interviewed a minority. Right, right. I don't think that's cool, bro. I don't think that's fucked up, man. 
You know what I'm saying? And and I don't think that's going to change. You get, I mean, you're going to have to get more coordinators. People think head coaching jobs, but I'm thinking you need more coordinators because see, I, those become think, the guys that are qualified to be head coaches. Yeah, I think most, I think, to be honest, most, cause if you look at it, most of the OCs and DCs are black. Well, most and of them? I, and, I, and, I, and I feel like, I mean, at least DCs, OCs is a couple, but most right. DCs are black. But I feel like a lot of them don't want that pressure either. What do you, what do you mean pressure? Coach. Like being a head coach. They're, they're, they're every, they're doing the day-to-day business of being a head coach. Like having to deal with media and upper management and all that kind of stuff. Because like, I think that's the only reason why you don't see Eric Piennemi getting getting talked to and stuff. I don't think he wants to. He's been on the well, you know, after for a while. Yeah, after but after Eric after watching Eric Bannemi at, at the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I, I strongly now believe, and, and I could be wrong, but I strongly believe that he has inside information that Andy Reid will be leaving at some point. And that the Chiefs are just gonna gonna, take over. and he's just gonna take over. I, yeah. I know he goes entertains offers, and I would as a coach, I would go entertain offers and speak to people just so I could keep the Kansas City Chiefs like waiting. We could lose this guy at any moment. We gotta give him the right money, we gotta give him the right thing. Uh, that way we don't skip a beat. So I understand entertaining offers to have that avenue and, and maybe that leverage over the Kansas City Chief ownership so you can, you know, negotiate your own contract better. I get that. But I, I just think after these many years now, after these last four years, five years of him not getting a head coach job, it must be that he wants to stay at Kansas City and then most likely, right. and again, I'm just assuming, that there's no facts to this, I'm just assuming that maybe he wants to stay at Kansas City because he's going to take over after Andy Reid at some point. You know what I mean? And I, and I agree because, hell, he was the front runner for the USC job. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yep. yep and, yep. I mean, he turned that down. He didn't want no part of it. Right. I agree. I agree with you, man. So, uh, again, I didn't want to get off too much of a rant with Brian Flores, but God bless him. I hope everything works out. I know the suing of the NFL. I'm interested to see how long that goes and, and how in-depth that goes. Um, I mean, everybody's – NFL and Dolphins has been mighty quiet. Like they ain't trying, they ain't saying anything. So no, they haven't. The, the only thing, the, the only yeah, you're right about that. The only thing the Dolphins have been doing outside of the the you know the investigations and and him you know doing the allegations with uh, Stephen Ross and stuff is they've been hiring some pretty good coaches here lately. I don't, I didn't like the the hiring of of our head coach. I think he looks a little bit like uh, <laughs> a little bit weird or whatever at times, but. Uh, uh, they did hire Sam Madison, and then you told me they went out and got Patrick Sertain as well? Yeah. Jesus. So Two, two black coaches. Well, they, God bless them, but what are you going to – What are you? Are both of them going to coach DBs? No, nah, uh, Sam Madison was uh, – he was a safety, wasn't he? He was a safety. So well, I, I thought, but I thought they hired Sam Madison to be a DC. No, no, no. They, they, he's – I think he's only um, – no, he they hired him as a DB coach. They hired Patrick Sertan too to be to work with corners and stuff. Really? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I know. I know McDaniel's. Uh, he he went and got Patrick Sertain. Um, and he's got Sam Madison and Sertain, so I, I know that. Um, but one, you know, in the NFL, you could be a safeties coach or D or a uh, right, you know, corners coach. Yeah. So you can, you know, it's different things. You got five guys each. So maybe it's one of those things. But I'm happy with it. I'm okay with it with with Sertain and Madison being back on the sidelines. I think that's pretty cool to see. Um, I don't know, man. I hope they do a great job. I really do the hope they do a god good goddamn job, man. Because Sertain, Sertain is funny. He, he's been a head coach. Um, what was that school down, down there in uh, Miami? Um, Wasn't it Plantation? Wasn't nah, it like American, American Heritage? American Heritage. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, yeah, he took over the job in 16, I think. 
I think he took. Yeah, that's uh. And then and I remember when his son was there, they didn't lose. They didn't lose a game for four years. Get out of here! Are you for real? They were. They didn't lose a game for four years. Really? Yeah, I was watching something on. They do. They're doing some whatever yogurt that is. They were doing a interview. They were doing a whole little interview. It was like nine minutes long. Right. But they went back to American Heritage and they were working out together and stuff. And then they mm. were sitting in the stands. They were like, "Hey, you know the good old times." And hell, there was a time where we didn't lose a game when you was here. Really? Like, it's gonna so, be interesting. I mean, I think Sertain. I think. I think Madison's going to be the DB coach, but Sertain needs, you know, like a defensive assistant for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm sure he's going to be some. But, again, it's good to see him back in the Dolphins uniform. I mean, But, but, but I mean, they played together. So. They did. So, they, I know they know they're probably going to talk about the schemes they used to run and what used to work for them because that defense was nice with Madison and Sertain and Zach Thomas and, and uh, what do you call it, Jason Taylor. And, and we had a nice little little thing going on for a while there with defensively. We weren't horrible. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm excited that he did that, but shit. I've been saying this for years. Start hiring older players to fucking help build your franchise. So I'm glad McDaniels has, has decided to do that, man. It's going to be fun. The last thing I want to talk to you about, Tyrone, man, real quick before we jump off, is this free agency, man. There's there's so many rumors and speculations. I, I'm only going to go with a couple of guys here to talk to you about. The first guy I want to talk about is Devontae Adams, the wide receiver. Now, some people say the best fit for him will be the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they say why it makes sense is because Adams is, is – I think Adams is the best free agent we've seen in a couple of years as far as a wide right. receiver. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know what Derek Carr does. So I don't know if that's really a good fit for him to go over to the Raiders and Carr is going to be leaving. You know what I mean? Right. I think Josh McDaniels is going to be fine over there doing offense, but I don't know if he's committed to, to Carr. Do you think Raiders be a good fit or do you see him, him somewhere else? I see him if Roger stays, I think he's going to stay – I see. I was watching something earlier today. They said that they could franchise. They could franchise tag him for twenty-one one or twenty million. Really? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm. I mean, he's already. Man, hell, he's worth all the money. Yeah. Just go ahead. Just go ahead. If you're gonna, if you're gonna stay, stay. Keep him. I really don't see another team. I mean, good lord, nobody has a real. I mean, right. Oof. Right, where do, where does he go? Because, and, and there's so many factors to this that it's it's. What I mean, you, I can see, I can see him with like, I can see him with like the Chargers. Herbert's good. He he don't have a number a true number one receiver. Okay. You give you give you give him a number one receiver, they're gonna be all they're gonna be pretty damn good. They're even better than what they are. The the Raiders or who are you talking no, about? No, no, Chargers. Chargers. With Chargers. Herbert. Oh man, I mean, yeah, I mean, then there's that, yeah. Because they don't, they don't have a true number one receiver. Right. I mean, hell, <clears throat> bring them to my Jags. You know, we got the money. Yeah, that's true. We you, don't have a number one receiver. You got. I, I, I thought we were getting Mari um, Cooper, but I think that's going to wait after the draft mm. or during the draft. But I mean, I mean, you said like, oh, you know, he's a head case. He's yeah. a head case, but we need something. We need we need some kind of sparks. I know we, you we do. don't have a number one receiver because what Char went down like week two. And he had drop issues all season before, and so I mean it's like we don't have a number one receiver. There's a couple teams that I mean, hell, your Dolphins can use them. Oh God, I know, I would love to, but I, I think it all depends on what what Rodgers is doing. I don't, you know, right? I think it's Adams, all depends on. Yeah, I think Adams goes where he goes, and I think he he he's gonna follow maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, unless he gets some, you know, unless somebody breaks the bank for him and says, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take him. 
right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Buffalo would be a damn good fit for him. Really? Yeah. No shit. I mean, he's used to playing the cold. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is it's a true. freaking monster. You put him and uh, Stefan Diggs on the field together, it's, it's problems. Yeah, you're right about that. You, but yeah, but they, they, weren't they talking about getting rid of Cousins as well? Yeah. Shit. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, even I seen, um, man, what team was that? I can't think of the damn team. Who? Uh, somebody trying, trying hard to get Russell Wilson. Well, isn't it, I thought it was a three-way. From what I understand, what I read earlier today, there's some speculation to a three-way trade blockbuster where he leaves Seattle, but he goes to the Washington Commander, Common. Uh, Commanders, commanders yeah, commanders. Yeah. I gotta get used to that. The Washington football team, they go. He's gonna go over there. They're like they're trying to do a three way kind of deal, so they get Rodgers and then they send something over there. Like they're well, trying hell, to. Do well, this. hell, the Commanders. I seen today on the Washington thing on Facebook that the Commanders are willing to tra- trade Chase Young for for a damn quarterback. Jeez, and that. But but then there you go. That's probably what it is. Is is that they want? Um, uh, they want a value they want quarterback. Russell. Yeah, they want a value quarterback, and they said they won to trade Chase Young. Shit, that's crazy. I wouldn't trade Chase Young. That's exactly. How you gonna sit there and draft the dude, say he's your franchise player, and now you want to trade him for a quarterback? No shit. I don't I mean, think Heineke, he beats that defense. Was, yeah, I don't think Honey was a, is a bad quarterback. I don't either. I just think the scheme might be a little bit above right. his head right now. You know what I mean? Everything's moving so fast, and he's in a division that's not really hard to win. I mean, if Russell Wilson was to go over to Washington, I mean, he's in a division where he can potentially be the divisional leader, probably for about four or five years. I mean, I know Dallas is there, but Dallas has they're up and down. Somebody that right. You can, I mean, they're they're only good for the regular season. Right. So. Giants have no clue how to rebuild. They're, you know, they got just got a new head coach, so it might be two years before they get on onto the ball of of getting a thing. Eagles is the only one that might be competitive, but then again, Eagles aren't consistent enough to win games. Yep. So if I'm Russell, I might go over there. I don't know. The, the other guy I was going to talk to you about is Godwin Von Miller, and those will be the last two I was going to talk to you about. Do you think Von Miller stays with the Rams? Do you think Godwin stays with the Bucks after a knee injury? I think Godwin is going to be gone okay. because he don't because he doesn't have uh, Tom no more. Yeah. He don't have Tom no more. He he came back. All them players came back for Tom. Oh, I agree. There's a lot of Bucks now leaving now. Don't don't get me wrong now. There's a lot of Buck players yeah, leaving. Carlton them, Davis and yeah, all, all them all players came back to win one more championship. They came back for Tom. Yep. Took less money. They're not going to do it two years in a row. I agree. They're going to go get paid. And then and Godwin already got his franchise tag last year. You could do it another year, but now you just wasted now you're pretty much wasted money and you're wasting his time. Yeah, I agree with so, you. I agree with you, man. And what's and Von Miller, what do you think? He he stays? I think he stays only because I mean he's 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 on the, the tail end of his career. Yeah. And so he he can just pretty much benefit off of Aaron Donald's Aaron yeah. Donaldson. And they could, just, they could try to run it back because Odell right. Beckham is a free agent as well. And they're calling for him to go to KC. So I'm like, wait, what the fuck? How? Well, see, if I was the Rams, Robert Woods is injury prone. I don't think he's finished the whole season all since he's been in the league. Right. You're absolutely I, right. I, I, would, I, would put, I would keep Odell. 
I mean, obviously, I mean, if hey, I think if Odell would have been able to finish that game oh, man. in the Super Bowl, it would have been a whole different ball game. Yeah, they they blow them out, bro, by, by at least yeah, two I mean, or three he, touchdowns. He, he had two catches, fifty four yards. Yeah, he was gonna I light mean, that thing up, right? Yeah, I mean, there was nothing they could do because you know they're playing, they're trying to play man high. Yep. You know, they were doing running slants and digs and everything yep. over the middle. And that's that's why I, I was I was hyped to see him play because he that's the most. I was watching the pregame, him warming up. That was the most focused I seen Odell. Like he was focused. So when he right. came out and, and lit on fire, I was like, "Oh my God, he's gonna have an MVP game!" Like he's, he's playing one, for the MVP right now. Right, and he's one of those receivers where one, you put the ball in his vicinity, he's coming down with it. Oh, I agree. I mean, I and I, I hate to watch when he came on that slant and try to catch the ball, and all of a sudden it, you just grabbed the knee buckled. Knees. Yeah, fuck. yeah, and I was like, oh shit! And everybody's like, oh, he dropped it. Like, nah, that bitch just hurt. Yeah, he. You <laughs> could tell immediately that yeah. that dude had something wrong, man. Yeah, and I feel bad for that guy, man. I really do, because I mean, I feel good he won, but I, I, like like you said, I'd rather him. Play the whole game. He'll he probably have about one sixty. Yeah, because if Cincinnati wins, you know what the excuse is going to be. The excuse is going to be, well, we didn't have Odell Beckham. And right. I, I'd rather him play that. And then these guys have an excuse of, oh, you know, we didn't have our best players and blah, 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 and all that bullshit. I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Yep. And so. I mean, it's, it's, it's just fortunate, but I, I, I don't see him. I can't see him at, at, at the Chiefs because. They got Nico Hart. I love their receiving core. They got Harmon. They got Pringle. They got uh, Kelsey. They got Hill. Yeah. I think they got a pretty damn good receiving core now. Oh, they have a phenomenal one. So I don't know how they have the budget or the room to put them on the roster. Right. Uh, unless somebody else is coming off that we don't know about. So I, I don't know. You gave all your money to the quarterback, which, you know, is a lot of money, $500 million. So. <laughs> We'll see how that works out, man. But look, that's that's all I got, man. I, I really appreciate jumping on and, and doing this with us, man. I really do, man. I hope you and you have a good week, man, and make your money to, uh, on these tips over here. I'll see you tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow, man. I'll let you. If you guys enjoyed the show, man, hit us up on the clock twenty at gmail.com. Follow us on IG. Uh, we have great discounts. Follow the links. Uh, shout out to our sponsors with uh, Drink Under Armour, Dr. Squatch, Aeropostel, Nautica. Thank you so much for you guys and, and helping out. If you want to like, if you like any of those products, go to our webpage, uh, go to our website. The links, the discounts are there, man, for you guys. So we'll holler at you guys and we'll talk to you in the loose real soon, man. Peace. Peace.